Welcome to We Slay Things. Hi, I'm Amy, and I play Twiggy Asparagus, a forest gnome druid. I am what I please, be it the strong elk or the quick bat. I am fire, I am water, I am earth, I am air. With my cat-sized bear jewel blood drinker at my side, I am unstoppable. Hi, I'm Andy, and I play Belisar, a human fighter champion. My name is Amber, and I play the hill dwarf paladin Emberlin. My name is Alyssa, and I play Kilbo Dragons. I am a non-binary dragonborn sorcerer. Hi, I'm Joe. I play Mima, the tiefling rogue. I'm Thomas, and I play Zardex, cleric of the grave. Hello, my name is Jason, and I play Zauber Chubbins, a dwarven wizard of applied meteorology. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm the Dungeon Master. Adventures Local 381. Successful revolutionaries. Last time returned to their home compound. About a day's ride outside of Waterdeep. When they got back there, they saw that Eldon and Hisash had made them a couple of really fancy potions. They basically spent every waking moment from the moment you all left for Cadenia uh, until you got back finishing up these potions. Quevin, your intern from your paid intern, let me specify, from Tarakas University, had been helping with paperwork and organized the library very effectively. Imberlin decided to try to defend her title as pit fighter for Slippery Gill and got a visitor in her sister who showed up, said she wanted to train to be an adventurer, and uh, the family business was undergoing some transitions as the slave practices had been exposed, and it was hurting the bottom line. And that is where we pick up. When we pick up, it's been about a month that you all have been hanging out at home. A number of you have been reading books, You've been, you know, training and, and doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, so I, I just kind of want to go around and get some sense of what you think your characters have been up to for the last three or four weeks. Meemaw, we will start with you. Uh, what have you been doing to, to stay sharp in between adventures? I, I don't think I've been doing too much at all. I think I've mostly been messing with Quevin, you know, just ordering about making him get me lattes from what, what food eats their kale lattes. I picture him ordering it and Quevin bringing it to him and him just like dumping it out. Like while making <laughs> eye contact the whole time. Just prolonged eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even say anything. He just waits till Quevin yeah. is uncomfortable and goes away. Definitely. Uh, you know, looking over the paperwork, he said, no, 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 Quevin, you should have been filling out, Form 32B, not 32A. And I throw papers in his face. Just and then he a, does the right one and then you switch it back. And then I switch it back. <laughs> no, no, no. This is 32B. You should have been doing 32A, you idiot. All right. By the, by the end of this month, Quevin is like looking over his shoulder like all the time, fully expected. And somehow still, you're just like... Pfft. You know, you gave him a complex. <laughs> he himself to sleep now. Constantly pickpocketing him, like doing like <laughs> card tricks and like, you know, what's that on the surf? He is fully hazed by the time we pick up this adventure. You, you go and you like, he brings you the, the kale latte one day and you go to like slap it out of his hands, but it's already empty. <laughs> He's like, ah, I gotcha. 
Quevin, you'd come here and I'd give him a noogie. <laughs> Quevin is becoming a man. <laughs> Let's go to town and get you some hookers. Twiggy, you are up. I would say that over the course of this time, you are easily able to finish reading your tome. And so your wisdom score goes up by two. And now your maximum for that is 22. <laughs> and in a hundred years, you or someone else can read it again and get even smarter. Oh, I've been teaching Jewel lots of tricks. Aww. I've been meditating a lot, talking with Eldon, trying to figure out more about this whole warlock Feywild situation. Although I'm not very persuasive, so I think I've been unsuccessful. <laughs> we'll see. Um, and yeah, just kind of enjoying nature, going out, making flowers bloom. You spend some time with Eldon, and he, he takes a couple of days off. He is still working on potions, but not quite the madcap pace that he was keeping, trying to get the potions done for you all. And one night towards the the end of this kind of month of relaxation, y'all are walking along the the lake. You know, you've been meditating and talking about nature. He he says to you, I I know you have questions about, and and he kind of waves his hand over his face, and you can see the purple sigil carved into the side of his face for a moment that he typically keeps hidden. It's like, about all of this. And he snaps his fingers and it is disguised again. What can I tell you? I just, anything that you would care to share. I am worried about you and not sure when you'll just disappear again and how you can get out of this. I wish I knew as well, my dear. I, when Oberon calls for me, then I have to go. And I, I dare to dream that perhaps one day I will have completed this pact or can somehow... Otherwise, break it. But I'm not sure when or how that would be accomplished. I don't know either. Is there anyone that you could talk to that might know how to do this or research I could do? Is there a way to find you when he does summon you? Well, I would be on the Feywild. Twiggy, roll me a nature check. 27. 27. You know that in a couple of weeks, it's going to be midsummer. You also know that this is the time when the Feywild is closest to the material plane. And based on your conversations with Aeldon, you're pretty certain that something is likely to come up soon. And he kind of gets wistful for a moment and then changes the subject again and tries to lighten the mood. And you walk, you walk on, you get the sense... You don't want to press this too much farther right now, but you you definitely have gotten more out of him in this conversation than he's been willing to share previously. And then I just continue laughing and chatting along with him. Belsar, what have you been doing the last couple of weeks? Well, besides doing some self-care and exercise, trying to uh, come to terms with my new reality and that I am happy. <laughs> First time that has happened. Happened in many a year. So I will just, I will be basking in my own glory. How homesick would you say Belisar is feeling? Well, he, he's been thinking about this quite a bit. He was even wondering if perhaps Zalbert Chubbins, being the great map maker that he is, would 
make me a map of Cordenia to remind me of, of my home. I wasn't sure if he would have the time, but yes, I, I have been quite lonely and homesick. So I would say near the end of, of this little interlude, you you managed to get him to, like, he, he finishes a book and he's reaching for another one and you managed to, to ask him. Oh, sure. <laughs> That's something that he can try to do for you later. Kilbo, what have you been doing for the last Oh, month? I've been feeling my time so much. With uh, Hisash, I have been doing many manifesto talkings, and we have worked in fields together, and I have been playing loot and Hisash caterwauls. Ha ha. And, and, and Hisash has been working on teaching me non-attachment. Uh, everything in my rooms, he has knocked off of the shelves. Whenever I turn my back, knock off shelves, knock off shelves, and he's knock a, off And shelves. he's a monk, so like when he knocks it off, he it really knocks it off. It's never it's again. <laughs> we, have, we have taken sips of some catnip hooch, and uh, we have had very fine summer times. Okay. Catnip hooch. And a catnip hooch. You do manage to finish an updated version of the manifesto. And with the help of some workers, you do manage to create uh, 95 new copies of it. Awesome. Amberlyn. I am trying to train my sister, Kalia, and I keep on asking her, how do you identify? Do you, do you feel the divine presence or do you feel it, uh, your magic innately? Or, I mean, I want to know... Are you a paladin? Are you a fighter? Tell me what you believe and what you feel. I would I would say right now she has shown proficiency in a couple of different directions. You get the sense that she's still pretty green and will need a bit more training, but but you're starting to see paths she could go by. You you do also hear back from Slippery Gill. He's he's happy to to let you defend the title. And he even makes an offer to you that you can defend alone or you and members of your party can take on a fight. I will probably bring that to our company and see what they feel. Yeah, we, we can check in on that here in a bit. Zobber Chubbins, you have been a very voracious reader in the last couple of weeks. Anything you want to share? I learned a lot of spells and I've just been kind of relaxing and trying to like Get my, you know, my, or my mental strength up because it's very exhausting. You are mastering these spells. You all will occasionally look out uh, over into kind of an open area. You'll see Zabrachubbins, you know, testing out his new spells and, and abilities and whatnot. Zardex, what have you been doing with your month of downtime? Zardex is looking into merchandise. Zardex I- make money fast. Prolonged profits are constructed with figurines carved from finest materials and featuring the likenesses and totally legally binding uh, documents everyone signed uh, all of that has been maintained can i just request that if dabber chevins has a cereal it's uh chubbios <laughs> the Zabra Chubbins figure is nothing like Zabra Chubbins. It's okay, like, he's all beefy and like it's fucking ripped. <laughs> you get a sense that some action figures, maybe some like little badges or pins or something, might be a uh, uh, cut stickers. Let's see, uh, t-shirts, lunch boxes. 
the young adult reader series that's all about Bellasar. The Bellasar doll is just as beefy as uh, a <laughs> doll, different. <laughs> you find a good distributor. You you manage to get a good deal on some materials. You don't really get much of a chance to start making the merchandise, but you've 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 gotten the materials. You got a little workshop set up for the workers who are streaming in to to make some pretty sweet AL three eighty one trinkets. These are premium trinkets. I'm not cheaping out here. It does cost you 700 gold in materials to uh, to get this up and running. If I put more money into it, is it more likely to be successful? You could definitely generate more merchandise. 10,000 gold pieces. Are you going to hire a bunch of conjuration wizards to do all this? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like that's that's the sort of investment, like lots of wizards who know mending. You get the feeling that before long, you'll have a pretty decent passive income string. Bellasar Action Figures says his whole uh, title (laughs) sequence, if he press the button. It's a pull string, except (laughs) it's about two Uh, meters. uh, And his whole title gets read off. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Bellasar spent a long time in negotiations to make sure that if the phrase was used, it had to be in its entirety, so... That that keeps you pretty busy over the course of this month, but yeah, you've you've got it set up for uh, merchandising rights. I just want to go on the record and say Kilbo is not about this. Like <laughs> Kilbo isn't preventing anyone from doing anything, but Kilbo is not on board. I just hope that my action figure is more uh, like the real thing than that damn statue we had created, where it came with Greek proportions. That was not accurate. I was just going to say, that's where the pool string lives. These are really more for the parents than for the kids. It's weird to collect the whole set. It's it's a fucking journey. I want, I want everyone to think of something real weird for their dolls. That word is to be able to cast real... Fireballs. Actual issues, actual spells. No, Zowry's as you scratch it, it smells like bacon. It, it smells like bacon, and, and it's basically just a lighter. Like, it's got the finger, and, like, you press <laughs> down on the back, and a little flame pops out. There you out. go. Yeah. Exactly. You all are sitting at dinner one day, and you're, you know, sharing what you all have been up to. It's a day or two until Emberlin is going to go to Waterdeep, and defend your title. So as you all are sitting around, you've all been sharing what you've been up to for the last couple of weeks. What are your thoughts? Is is anyone wanting to join Emberlin uh, in this fight? I will venture to go. Kubo wants to go, but doesn't want to fight. Okay. Well, he likes to go. I know I won't win, <laughs> but I still want to go. <laughs> I'm going to try, you know, I'll, I'll join. I'm going to try some of my new spells out. Yeah, so y'all decide that you'll head to Waterdeep the next day, and you'll you'll have some time to kill. You know, if you want to do some shopping for magic items or anything, you'll have an opportunity to do that. Y'all get a, a good night's sleep. You get up the next morning. Carriage is all loaded up, supplies ready. Kalia, Aeldon, Hisash, all load up with Yay. with you all. Yay! And head out. It's it's a couple hours to water deep. Y'all get to water deep kind of mid-afternoon. Y'all know that the pit fights aren't gonna start until considerably after the sun goes down. You've got a little time 
if there's any magic items or potions or anything you want to look for, you know that there is this very high-end magic shop hmm. in Waterdeep. Jethro Jeffries Gems, Jewels, and Rare Components. Y'all make your way into the Market District, and this is indeed a very fancy shop. Clearly high security. There are, there are various arcane wards on all the entrances and windows and heavy heavy bars. This is a very, very expensive place. Uh, but there are all sorts of magical items, components. Meemaw, you know for a fact that everything in here has a, a sort of alarm spell on it so that if you try to pickpocket it, it's like, but... Uh, you also know that if if you need to fence jewels without a whole lot of questions asked, Jethro Jeffries is definitely someone who can hook you up on that in that regard. You see diamond dust and various gems of, of all sorts. Those of you who are higher level spellcasters, you you certainly see some of the components that are, are, are extremely expensive and, and often hard to come by. There's a variety, like very rare magic items. If y'all are interested in buying or selling any magic items, this is definitely the place to do that. Is JG a present to be around? Uh, yeah, no, you, you see uh, a human man that you have done business with before. Uh, this is a, a very well-dressed human man. You, you figure he's probably in his late 30s, early 40s. And as you all walk in, he, he looks up from the book he's reading. Oh, hello, it's Adventures Local 381. Welcome. What what can I do for you all? I'm here with the proposing the sale, supplying you with the sale of collectible merchandise. Oh, oh yeah, we, we can do that. I, uh, I got plenty of coin. Much, much, much later. As soon as you all came in, I've, I've actually been meaning to reach out to you all. I've got a job that I would like you all to do. Uh-huh. What's really? a job? I well, need a job. You know, uh, as, as someone who sells a lot of rare gems and jewels and components, I need I need people to, to pick these things up for me. I've got a shipment that's coming into to Neverwinter in a couple of days, and I just need someone to, to bring it back and escort it. That's a hell of a walk for a couple of days. What's well, the- you know, I, I'd be able to teleport you there, and then you could take the carriage and, and escort it back. Uh, just take you, you know... Three four days. What's the pay? I'd be willing to give you all fifteen thousand each, or uh, you know, sell you magic items on the cheap. What's in the box? It's, it's it's very rare spell components, like extremely rare, extremely valuable spell components. Are we are we talking about drugs? Oh no no no! Oh. Like jewels oh. and do we do we have to put it up oh. any orifice? No, 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 please. <laughs> please, do not know the This is a legitimate business. We, we don't. Are. Because <laughs> if, if we did, I would take money off my fee. We, we, we don't kink shame whatever you do when you leave here, but please don't put the jewels and things up your ass. That's, I, I, I'm trying to sell this. This is how I make my living. I would think you would know how to do this. It's very rare components. It's, I hesitate to say, but it's over half a million gold worth of components. Don't tell us that. Don't tell me about that. Don't tell us that. 
I, I mean, it's. I, I'll know who took it if if it goes missing. Um, I'll do it. I'll do it. Are you sure? I'm really good at sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just that I've seen your face, and yeah, your, your reputation precedes you, my friend. Yeah, I've been hankering. Let's try it out. When do we leave? Well, um, uh, tomorrow, if if you can. As long as I don't die tonight, we'll leave. I can leave tomorrow. Not gonna die. Oh no, you you you'll be fine. I'm sure. You you, you guys are tough. Like, I've I've heard about what y'all did in the desert, and like y'all y'all kicked some ass with Tarak. I mean, clearly you brought me all these dragon parts tonight. You you guys are badasses. The reason I asked for you all is, well, the the last couple of shipments, one of my rivals has tried to poach them, and uh, I I fear he may try that again. But if if you if you badasses are are with it, like I know it'll make it here safe. Uh, what is your rival? What kind of coaching? Johan von Kiesterberg. Johan hey. von Kiesterberg. <laughs> that is such a slightly <laughs> mean. I mean, that is such That's a generic living. name. What a piece of work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's the one from Neverwinter. Like, if that helps narrow it down. Who will we be meeting with in Neverwinter? The shipping agent like I, I can put you like right in his office it's fantastic y'all can head off into the night by the time y'all have got all your items and sold your stuff divvied up all your cash and figured out you know the basic details of your side quest you all are making your way to the north ward in Waterdeep. this is among the seedier areas of the city but you do come to this arena that you all have been to before under the proprietorship of none other than Slippery Gill, the bookie. Yes. This is, of course, not strictly legal, but given the, the you know, the fact that it's in kind of a, a slummier part of the city, given the fact that there are clerics on hand to, to keep anything from getting too out of hand, you know that the city officials just kind of cast a blind eye at this. Helped by the fact that looking around the arena, you see a number of said city officials, many of whom appear to be engaged in making their own bets. So as as you all come in, start making your way through the crowds, I'd like you all to do a perception check. Zardex and Belisar, the two of you don't really notice because you're Belisar, you're like you're like strutting in. You're you're trying to I want you to roll me an intimidation check, Belisar. That would be a 15. 15. Yeah. You are you are walking through. Your armor is like glistening, like your weapons are, you know, in in full fucking working order. You're like wearing the wet armor yet. It's all just glistening gel torso, just oiled. You you are looking like a badass, uh, Zardex. I want you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. Sixteen. Sixteen. You're kind of looking around. Basically, all you see are merchandising opportunities, like. There's a table over there that nobody's at. That would be perfect to set up merch. You can see the the money changing hands. Like this is definitely the sort of place where your merch would move very well. So that's the reason the two of you don't notice what everybody else in the party does, which is pretty much from the moment you all come in, it feels like every eye in the place is on you all. You're all kind of whispering back and forth. And those of you who got a 20 or above can hear a lot of the things that are being said about you all, mostly talking about what incredible badasses you are, how big your rep has gotten over the last couple of months, 
you all are basically celebrities. You spend a couple minutes making your way through the crowds, and then you hear, hey, it's my friends. Come over here. Come over here. Get, you, get your asses over here. Come on. Come on. Let's let's have some drinks. Come on. Old Slippery wow. Gill wants to see. How the fuck are y'all been? Mr. Fucking great. Mr. Gill, it's nice to see you again. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good to see you all, too. So uh, how many is going to be competing tonight? Oh, you know those trace. Catch We're all raising crazy. Sweet, sweet. That's that's perfect. We 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 got, we got we got a little something different. So we're okay. we're gonna do like the the tourney with like the uh, the other people. But you all, you're gonna be our, our star attraction tonight. You're gonna be the headline and main event. Yeah. Um, we put the four of you against four other adventurers. Mm-hmm. What's the winnings? Uh, winner. Gets five thousand gold each. Chicken dinner. What are who are the adventurers? Oh, a couple of fighters. Uh, there's probably a cast in there somewhere. Don't worry about it. These are these are these are no names. These are up and comers. The, uh, these are not established champions like you all. I have a bad feeling about who you. <laughs> so if these if these are, uh, I want this to be a challenge. I don't want them. Oh, to... yeah, no, like these are these are tough guys. You know, they they're coming in. They they'll hold their own. Believe me. I mean, I don't want them to feel bad that we, you know, knock them out so quickly. Oh, no, 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 no. No, trust me. Getting beat up by Yuzal will help their reputation. If if they can hold their own even a little bit, these these fellas are going to do just fine in the adventuring world. Okay. Then we are doing civic duty. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. This is good. We can, we can give them a show. Oh, hell yeah. So, oh. yeah, you make, make yourself comfortable. Uh, drinks on the house. Like whatever you want to eat, whatever you want to drink. If uh, Koba's already at the bar, y'all can kind of settle in. Y'all are kind of in the backstage kind of area, and there's there's definitely like you get the sense from looking around that these kind of professional fights have have made Slippery Gill a shit ton of money over the years. Like there's all kinds of war paint. There's all sorts of uh, weapons lining the wall. Anything you need to kind of get you in in the zone is pretty much available. So I'm just going to go around and check in with everybody and we will see kind of what y'all are up to uh, as, as the fights are going on. Mima, what are you doing as you're, you're in the crowd? You're, I assume you're enjoying the free drinks and the snacks. Definitely. I, I, I've got cotton candy right here. I got popcorn and a corn dog over here. I've got, I don't know, some sort of very expensive, very, very watery beer in a hand right here and i'm i'm just you know i got my my little thing you you are enjoying the full extent of the experience you got some primo seats over the pit you're like a little kid going to the wwe and just like full like birthday party experience twiggy you are backstage what are you up to i'm just cleaning my mind and also playing little tricks. What kind of tricks? Oh, just changing myself into various forms <laughs> of many people since I'm a small creature. <laughs> yeah, no, you, uh, you're, you're, you're just having great fun. It's kind of a way to distract yourself from, you know, the the looming battles. You, you hear some of the undercard fights going on. Yeah, um, I'm getting my Tylenol ready because I have a feeling I'll have a headache in the morning. <laughs> Belsar, what are you doing as you're backstage? I'm looking at the assortment of weapons and find a great axe that I will pick up. 
And I'm wondering if I can use my armor ability and just light that son of a bitch on fire right now. Yeah, as you as you concentrate on it, you, you're kind of doing a burning bush thing where it's on fire, but it's not consuming the handle. Pretty impressive for the only member of the party who can't actually cast a spell. I, I buy nice things. Kilbo, what are you doing as... Uh, very similar to Mima. I am probably next to him. I am not having all the garbage snacks because that is a sure one thing I learned over summer was what not to mix to make uh, throwing up in bushes. So uh, <laughs> a very, very like kind of like protein heavy snack, but uh, like steak on a steak from Renaissance Festival and, uh, and, and booze. You're stacking down on some stuff. Hisash is, uh, you know, hey, I got this flask. You want to hit some of that hoosh? Yes, let so, us yeah. do this. Uh, roll me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> you're, you're, you're feeling good, for I sure. It's feeling very good. Uh, you're, you're definitely in, in fight mode. Like, yeah. Let's... Yes, let us do this. Emberlyn, you are backstage. You are preparing for this. What are uh, what are you up to? I see Balsard and his flaming axe, but I'm just like, I want, I want a flaming axe, but then I walk up to the, the weapon locker and I grab up the biggest greatsword that I can find. You find one that's almost the size of you, as a matter of fact, but like you wield it well, you've got plenty of strength. You give it a swing and, and it scoops up a little bit of dirt on the first pass, but by the second pass, like you're, you're swinging the thing around like. Uh, you look like you're in an anime with one of those giant oversized great swords. Yeah. Anything else you're doing, Emberlin? Nope, just wielding this sword. I ended up finding a uh, a do-rag that is bright red, and I just put it on my head. Tie it around. Zabrachevans, you're backstage. You're preparing to uh, to go into the arena. What are you doing? Can I cast Crown of Star Jet, or is that considered... Like too early. I would say you could probably go ahead and cast that. All right, get that going. Yeah, you, you got a sweet lit up star crown going on. Go ahead and mark off that seventh level spell slot. Zardex, what are you doing? I sent Quevin into the crowd to start drumming up interest. <laughs> I forgot. I wanted to bet on our myself or on. I do. I want to bet as well. I'll also bet on them a little bit. What are the odds? Three to one if you bet for yourself. And if we don't? Uh, you know, there's a 5,000 gold purse per player to the victors. Uh, I'll put 6,000 on us. I got 10,000 on us. Same, 10,000. I'll do 12,000 on us. I'll do five. All right, I'll do, I'll do 12,000 instead. I'll double my money. There have been fights going on, and they've been pretty good fights. But it's definitely like undercard. Like you, you could tell as you were coming in, you all are the selling point. You're definitely the headliners here. Um, and after the the sort of mini tournament ends, the the new you know, pit fight undercard champion, you know, holds up his hands and, and takes his victory lap, gets his sack of gold. The place gets quiet for a moment as Slippery Gill comes out, says, "Ladies and gentlemen." Here we have before you the highlight of this here event. We've got some of the most important, well-known, reputable adventurers 
as our returning champions. And as their challenges, we got these hot young upstarts. So put your motherfucking hands together as you welcome the one, the only Adventures Local 381. The metal gate of the pit opens up. The crowd goes fucking wild. It is almost deafening the roar as you all walk into the arena. Twiggy Elemental behind you. Uh, Zabra Chubbins, the crown of radiant energy beaming around your head. Belisar, the fire from your flaming axe glinting off your armor. Uh, Emberlin, walking cool, calm, and collected. You got your, your, your belt doing that. I, I, I picture you like with this massive sword just sort of draped across mm-hmm. your shoulders. Fucking strutting of this big round dirt floor arena. The place is packed. It is late at night. You can tell people are drunk and hooting and hollering. There are side bets being passed around as you, you look around the arena. Out of the other side of the arena emerges... Six figures. Four of them look particularly big and beefy, carrying great swords of their own, heavy armor. A couple of the others also look like they're pretty well armored. Not as big, but definitely are, are walking with some confidence. The four of you, Emberlin, Zabrachevans, Twiggy, and Belisar, could roll an investigation check. You recognize these as war priests. As the cheering kind of dies down, there's, you know, a a rhythmic kind of clapping going on. You all are getting ready for the fight. It is that moment of anticipation before combat starts. You all are in the ring. You're looking at your opponents. They look eager for battle. Twiggy, is there anything you're doing in the moment before the fight starts? I'm going to go ahead and just turn into my air elemental. So now there are two era elementals in the ring. Belisar. Yeah, I'm going to look over my shoulder and look at Slippery Gill and kind of be like, what the fuck? And you can handle him, you'll be fine. And I'm going to, I'm going to point down some the flame of the proletariat with like, please. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to like just take the flaming sword that I, or um, great axe that I have and just kind of like toss it into the dirt and pull out the flame of the proletariat. Here's, here's our picture. Like, you hold up the flaming axe and people cheer, and you kind of shake it, and the fire goes out, and you chuck it to the side. Everyone looks confused. And then you reach, and you pull out the flame of the proletariat, Woo! and it fires up, and the place goes fucking wild. Like, Those of you in the stands, your ears kind of hurt for it. It feels like a shatter spell has been cast around you at how fucking wild the place goes. It is so painful. Emberlin, moment before battle, what are you doing? I'm praying to Dolora, and I'm asking for her guidance and her protection. And I'm also asking her to help shield my, my sister because she's still very romantic as far as the 
lifestyle of being an adventurer and I, I'm afraid that she's going to see our fight and then like go try to emulate it and yeah that's what I'm doing and like I look at Belisar and I'm like what you're gonna you're gonna like cast something crazy and just kick their ass like we'll be great roll me a d100 27 27 you are praying and you definitely feel the divine presence of Dolora as you look up into the stands you see Kalia like fuck a like she you, you can also see Hisash sort of like keeping a, yeah. a hold on the back of her. You can practically smell the hiss hooch on her breath in this distance. She is the, the the stereotypical sheltered child who's getting her first taste of freedom and is taking full fucking advantage of it. I rolled a wisdom saving throw for her and rolled a natural one. So she's going to be hurting in the morning. Zavar Chavins, it's the moment before battle. What are you doing? With the roll that I made, could I kind of figure out some of the spells that these guys have, or do I have any kind of ideas? Basic cleric spells like Sacred Flame, Guiding Bolt, Healing Word, Spiritual Weapons, Spirit Guardians, Guardian of Faith, that sort of thing. Okay. All right. I guess I just kind of um, try to like get myself prepared to fight that, or those spells in particular. You or just kind of, you know, running through your mind, your own spells. There's that moment of anticipation. Again, the crowd is at a fever pitch, but cutting above the din of it all, you all hear. You have been listening to We Slay Things, edited by Andy Gabor. Like our podcast and want to help support it? Toss a coin to your DM at ko-fi.com slash weslaythings. Visit weslaythings.com for more.